the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elements Vice Chair, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to Iron Real Estate. And just for your information, this is my favorite real estate show, and it's one of my favorite talk radio shows. How's that, Gravy? For bias. Okay, no. I love the show. We all love doing it. I am proud to be at the station. People here are great. I'm proud to be with the team I have that are really, truly the best in the business. Um, and even nicer than that, we're friends. So, in continuing, I told you that Stephen, who uh, is a real estate expert, um, and I always tell you when it comes to real estate, you know, don't use your son-in-law who's a divorce attorney. That He really doesn't want to do it, number one. And second of all, you know, there's a lot of little things here and there that people don't realize could happen. And you want to make sure you know someone. And there's no one better than Stephen. A lot of you have been asking me, um, gee, you know, how can how can we avoid some taxes and put stuff, you know, put some of our, our, our real estate or our money into trust? So I'm not an attorney. I'm not an expert. Uh, I'm, I'm learning, you know, I'm, wanna, I'm doing that myself. I'm trying to. Um, so I want to have Steve. Steve, there's so many trusts, okay? I don't know that you could get them all done in today's show, but why don't you get started with it? It's such a popular thing that people need to know about. Thanks, Dottie. You know, it's a great question, a very timely one, and especially because there's a lot of talk in Washington, D.C., about certain estate planning tax reform, and this really ties into it. And you're absolutely right. There's so many trusts. I mean, we could talk about irrevocable trusts, revocable trusts, a qualified permanent residence trust, an irrevocable life insurance trust. So there's a whole number of trusts that are out there, and it even ties in with charitable giving. So what we're going to do today is really focus in on some of the basics and to even understand, get some basic questions like, why would even you want to spend the money to create a trust? What does it do for you? Well, when you think about owning real estate, you're going to think about a few concepts. Number one, does how I take ownership lower my liability, right? You have a variety of assets, some stocks, some bonds, some cash, some real estate, and somebody all of a sudden slips and falls on your front steps. Well, you have insurance, but 
can they go after your other assets? Or what if there are other things, right? That's one thing to think about, liability. The other question is privacy. When somebody passes on, do they really want the whole wide world to know the value of their estate? Do they want to do things to really help protect their heirs to make sure they get the money they thought they were going to get? Right? People have a lot of complicated living situations. We have people who are divorced and remarried, kids from multiple marriages. Is there maybe a setup that one could have that really can protect the wishes of the person who passed on and to protect their heirs? The other thing is also really some privacy. And then, of course, taxes. If we set up maybe the right trust, can we really save on taxes? What can it do for you? So those are some of the big questions to think about. And let's talk first really about from an estate planning point of view. You know, if you have a will, when one passes on, that gets filed with something that's called the surrogate's court. And the surrogate's court um, is a public institution. So that will becomes in the public record. And so, you know, for some folks who are really focused in on finding out gossip information and so forth, there have been celebrities over the years that just filed a will. And maybe they'd be shocked to know that actually that could become completely public because they are public records. So what's nice about a trust, it's a private document. It's not recorded with the surrogate's court, and people can't see really amount of assets in the same way and really where you have things going. The other thing that's done is by having this private document, you also can, for those assets, skip what's called the probate process. Now, I know probate generally has a bad name because you hear about it in movies, and that's when you see people fighting uh, over things. But when you have a trust, you can skip that process. So what's nice is it really throws up a number of defenses to really have someone who is passing along their assets to pass along in really a more private and a more protected way. Another thing that really gets on people's mind with privacy is also when they take title. Um, when you're on a deed, you know, Dottie, as you know, these documents get recorded with a title company. And most of the clerk's records now are online. So literally someone who, if they understand um, how the locality works, for free from the comfort of their own home, which could be anywhere, they could really zoom in and see who owns a property. So we have a lot of clients who say, wait a minute. Now, I don't want people to know how much I paid for my home or know exactly where I live. And using one of these structures, whether it's a trust or a business entity, which we're not going to get into today, can give more of that privacy shield that you wouldn't get if you owned in your own name. So there, there's some nice advantages over there. Let me ask the you next see. thing. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Yeah, I just I have a personal question. So um, I don't mean to interrupt. So if I because, you know, I'm in that process of going through all that stuff. And so if you set up a trust for like one of your children, one of your grandchildren, are you are you bypassing your will? In other words, if so, does, you know, so that automatically happens. Well, it's a great question because you got to know how you title the property. And I want to give a couple of different examples because that is one of the most important mistakes that I see people make in estate planning. 
because a will only covers what's part of what we call the probate estate. And so what really falls under it? So let's say, for example, you have a life insurance policy. The person who is going to get the benefit of your life insurance policy is not the person you name in the will, right? If you say, I give my daughter my life insurance policy, right. but if you actually in the beneficiary say, I put down my spouse, your spouse would get it. Because so number one, that the, the will would not trump what's listed as the beneficiary in your insurance policy. So be very careful, especially people who have gotten divorced or maybe they're in another relationship, right? Things, times are a little more complicated. You have people in long-term relationships, maybe they get married, maybe they don't, right? So um, make sure you take a look at who the beneficiaries are on your insurance policies because that's what's going to govern. The other so in thing other words, is, Steve, I, and we, wait, Steve, so I could have been married yeah. like, a, a, you know, years ago and that my husband was my beneficiary. I divorced him and I forget that I left him on as a beneficiary. And so I write the will giving it to my children. You're saying that the, you're saying that the trust, the, the person you leave on that is, is stronger than the will. The ben- yeah, and, and when it comes to insurance, it's all about the beneficiary. So okay, very, very you. careful. Yeah, you got to be really comprehensive. So that that's a big one where people forget that um, to make sure they update who their beneficiaries are. Absolutely. Um, and sometimes it's not even cutting somebody out. Maybe you alter the percentages, right? Sometimes what happens is people, let's say, for example, they have two kids and they say, I'll leave it to my kids 50-50. And it turns out maybe, you know, one kid is doing very well and one needs some more help. And they say, you know what? The first kid maybe doesn't need as much other benefits. I'm going to give a little bit more to the second one because they could really use the money. And so you say in the will, I'm going to make it instead of 50-50, I'll make it 60-40. Not that I love one less, but I'm just trying to help, but give one to the one that needs help. If you don't change the percentage in the beneficiary, it's going to be 50-50. So very important. So important. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then the next thing is particularly in real estate is sometimes people spend a lot of money and they make very complicated trusts and all sorts of plans. But you need to make sure you effectuate the plan, right? If you all of a sudden have a trust, but you don't retitle the property, right? Let's say you you bought the property in your name. And then two years later, you say, now I want to do estate planning, and you create this trust, but you never update the title to the property and file a new deed, transferring into the trust, it's not going to matter. The property will still stay in the probate estate and never be part of the trust. So it's really important, again, that somebody understands the different asset classes and make sure to update the ownership accordingly. Oh, wait a second. So if, I, if most people, let's say they have bought a home in their spa, with their spouse or their significant other, so then they write a will. Now, marital property, I know, automatically goes to the spouse that's alive. But what happens after that? If you, you, do you have to do anything after that besides you have to update the ownership? Is you, well, yeah, if you, there's a couple things you got to be really, really careful. And, and this also very, very much depends on the state that you're in, too. And it can make a very okay. big difference. 
But if you take the time to create a trust, and if you don't retitle your real estate from your individual name to the trust, then it's not the fact that you made the trust doesn't matter. You have to what we call we have an expression in the, in the industry. You have to fund the trust, right? So think of it this way: imagine buying a car and never putting any gasoline in it, right? So it's great that you have the car, but if you don't go and fill up the tank, it's never going to be able to drive you anywhere. Same thing with the trust. Great, make a whole beautiful uh, plan, but if you actually don't do that last step and fund the assets into it, it's not going to do anything for you. So you're saying that, let's assume, because, you know, I, I actually, and I think I know enough, but you're saying that actually if I left a will and I left my home to my daughter, but I didn't change, I mean, can I just leave it in a will the way it is? Or no, I have to change. I have, oh, wait, I'm you, not. You can. I mean, you can, you can pass property a few different ways, right? If you have a will and you name your daughter as the beneficiary, or as the heir, excuse me, the heir under the will, she would become the 100% owner of that, of that house if your will call for that and you own the property in your name. There might be a variety oh, of reasons. So it could work that way, or you could have a trust where she becomes the successor trustee and, and you have the house and a trust. Either way will work. But the question okay. is, do you want to have some of the benefits of having trust ownership versus in your individual name? Right, so that that's that's the second part of the question. So can you? Can you, so you don't, I don't know if you're going to have time today, but this is so sure. important for all of us. So, what are the? Because you like kind of, if you can't do it today, then you can do it maybe another week. But could you kind of go through what's the benefits are of having a trust over just leaving it in a will? Absolutely. So, number one that we've been focusing on is it's private. And number two, it is a much stronger mechanism in case people want to challenge um, your, your estate plan, right? There are certain people that could have standing to challenge the estate plan. The trust really limits the opportunity for them to do that. So that's number one. Number two, it comes to liability. What you're starting to do is create what we call different legal personalities, and you're now siloing assets and that will give stronger protections um, for your assets. So there's a real benefit there. The I next one, and, thi and this is where I think people have a lot of confusion on, and I completely understand why, because there's a lot of depth to it. Does it give you a tax benefit? And the answer is it depends. Depending upon the trust you have, it may or may not give you a tax benefit when it comes to estate tax. So what I would like to do is give a couple of examples. We can't get through everyone, as you rightly know, but let me give you a couple. A real good example where people get confused on is life insurance. And really, life insurance is so important because so many times people don't realize the value of their estate, but it's different from a value and the liquidity of the estate, right? If you think about it, what if somebody has a lot of real estate, a lot of jewelry, let's say, artwork, those are all part of your estate when determining the estate tax. But if you don't have cash handy and ready, you may not be able to cover the costs and pay the estate tax, and you might have to really 
sell off assets at a below market price to raise capital. So it's a very right. common estate planning technique to have life insurance to bring in some liquidity to make sure you can pay taxes and cover the estate until things are sorted. If what people confuse is if you get benefits under a life insurance policy, there is no income tax. That's true. But what people forget when they think, oh, there's no income tax from receiving life insurance proceeds, if you don't set it up correctly, those proceeds are part of the taxable estate. So let me give you an example. Let's say somebody has a $2 million life insurance policy. They pass on. Their beneficiary gets $2 million. No income tax. No capital gains tax. But if it's not set up properly, that $2 million counts as part of the estate, like the house, like the cars, like the jewelry, like all the investments, and they might have to pay a state tax on that money. A way to solve for that is something called an illet, an irrevocable life insurance trust. And if you set it up properly and you fund it properly, and you, but you otherwise you get the exact same policy, you've now turned those life insurance proceeds from being part of the taxable estate to being completely tax-free and not part of the taxable estate. So obviously some people need it, not everyone does. It depends on what we're talking about, the value of the estate. And keep in mind, there's a federal estate tax, and then each state has their own version of a state or an inheritance tax. So this is obviously very client-specific, but that's just one example where a little bit of planning could save a significant amount of money for someone. You know, Stephen, I can't, I just had a text, from, uh, email from someone who said, this man is excellent. Oh, so thank you. But I just really would hope that throughout some of the shows, we talk about that because really that is so important. People work really hard and whether it's a little money or a lot of money, you really want your whoever, your the, your beneficiaries to, to, to get as much of that hard work money that they can. And you know what? This is a whole different field. So the average person is not going to know this. It doesn't mean you're not smart. It's not your specialty. So I would hope because it's, you know, it's, it's a lot to absorb all at once. But it's really going to make a difference. So let me ask you something. If you pass on something to your children and you leave it in a will, what if they don't have the money to pay the taxes and all that? Well, it's, it's a great question. Let, let me, I'm, I'm going to answer it with, with two questions. Number one, what if you leave somebody a bad inheritance, right? What if you say, I don't like this person, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave them a piece of real estate. That's a terrible property. It's a property <laughs> worth 200000 but I was able to somehow mortgage it before it went down, so there's a $500,000 mortgage on a $200,000 property. That's really not a nice thing to do to somebody, right? <laughs> and so that would be an economic loser for the heir. So one of the things is you can always disclaim an inheritance. You could always, as an heir, say, you know what? Thank you so very much. No, thank Stephen, you. I'm not really we're interested. A break. <laughs> we're taking a break. Stephen, can you just kind of finish that up after the break? I, if you could. Absolutely. Because we're right in the middle of a break. Thanks, Stephen. 
Holland Christian Home is a Christian home for seniors, a place that will treat your loved one with kindness and respect. Located in North Haledon, New Jersey, Holland Christian Home is filled with fun activities, delicious meals, medical care, and more. Founded more than 125 years ago, Holland Christian Home provides the physical, social, and financial needs to care for seniors. Go to hchnj.org or call Charlotte at 973-807-3245. Call Holland Christian Home to discuss how they can care for your aging loved one with residential living, a permanent life care program, and respite care, you'll have peace of mind that your mom or dad, aunt or uncle, friends and loved ones are in a warm and loving community. Daily chapel services are included. HCHNJ.com or call 973-807-3245. Holland Christian Home will care for your aging loved one with kindness and respect. HCHNJ.org or 973-807-3245. Holland Christian Home. Ask for Charlotte. This entertainment answer brought to you by Exergen. Owen Wilson stars in the new rom-com, Marry Me. What does he say makes Jennifer Lopez the perfect co-star in this one? Just the other day, where we're doing a scene where she's dancing with my students. When they were doing that scene, everyone was watching the monitor, even the security guys, just because it's fun watching her dance. We definitely don't need a double for her dancing. Marry Me rated PG-13. For more answers, head over to theentertainmentanswer.com. Exergen would like you to know about an important new study by the FDA. It confirms what the medical community has always known. Non-contact thermometers are not accurate, and they fail to meet FDA requirements for accuracy and labeling. With new strains of COVID on the rise, we can't afford to tolerate rampant false temperature readings from non-contact thermometers. Accurate temperature measurements are essential. You need Exergen thermometers because they are accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies. Be sure. Be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at Exergen.com. If you want to make a difference in your life that impacts you for years to come, then it's time to stand with Israel by going there. Consider the thrilling excitement of joining nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka and renowned author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza on the Stand with Israel tour November 30th through December 9th, 2022. Journey through the Holy Land with two of the most respected political commentators of today. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour. You can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float on the Dead Sea, and take a boat out into the middle of the Sea of Galilee. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to reserve your spot or call 855-565-5519. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. Or call 855-565-5519 to book today. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elliman's Vice Chair, Dottie Herman. We're back and we're thrilled that our next guest is going to be somebody who really been on a lot, Steve Connick, who really specializes in insurance. But I really feel that this is so important. I want to finish up. And Steve, maybe you could kind of recap what you said. So if anybody kind of tunes in a little bit later, they can understand pretty much what you were talking about. Absolutely. Thanks, Dottie. You know, when giving an inheritance to someone, you know, if you, it's good to be really thoughtful about their ability to manage those assets and putting them in a position of success. Right, so it's a combination um, of both giving them 
an item, but if it's something where there's not a lot of liquidity to it, um, you want to make sure that they have some liquid assets to balance that out. And a really great way to work with that is life insurance and really to plan accordingly on that. Um, again, we talked about beforehand how sometimes assets might even have a negative value and a beneficiary or an heir um, under a will does not have to accept that inheritance you know, if it is in that situation. So it's really important to really be thoughtful and think about what situation the heirs are in. And also, I can't uh, overstate the importance of how each state is different. Some, some states have a tax on the value of the estate, but some states will put a tax, and that tax will be different depending upon who inherits. Right? They'll treat an immediate family member versus a cousin differently. Um, so really important. Um, a lot more to talk about it. But using the trust with looking at the assets and who would, be, would inherit are all part of a smart estate plan, and time is critical. The more time you have, the more we can work with the current set of tax laws and other things to consider um, to protect really that nest egg and your legacy that you spent a lifetime to build. And to, and to your point, Steve, I just want all of our listeners to know, and again, I this is not a sale. I'm not making money for this. I'm in the process of going through it now, and truthfully and i'm certified as a financial planner i just never practiced it i did real estate instead this is the most important thing you do and i just before um i introduce our next guest steve i just want to tell you a story a caller i'll never forget this story it was about five or six years ago called in and his mom put him his mom he was an only child and his mom left the house to him um, at her death. And there was no fights with heirs. There was no other heirs. It was just him. Her mom, his mom, was in a nursing home or a hospital and was out of it. You know, she was in a coma, but she was alive. And uh, she was, I can't remember exact details, but she was alive but sick. And because he put it in her, because she gave that at her death, he could not get it. She was probably going to be alive, even though the quality of her life was over. And he couldn't pay the taxes, and he was losing it to the, he was losing it to foreclosure. And so it's just something that hopefully one day that you'll address, because, um, it was just a very sad you know, story that he lost everything. And his mom, that was, I'm sure she would roll over in her grave if she knew that her son, the, her only son that she loved so much, would, would not be able to get what she worked for her whole life because it wasn't funded properly. And so that's kind of pretty much, you're also talking about that. So it would be really yeah, you know wonderful what? You're absolutely right, Dottie, and it's a, it's a horrific story, and there's a lot of these stories out there. And I just want to make one last point, and I know we have another guest coming on. People so much focus on assets, people don't focus on income streams, right? And what they need to do is make sure that they plan to make sure they're the right kind of income. And also, they think about estate planning, but it's really total life planning making sure 
you know, having disability insurance or other types of insurances or plans to make sure that the revenue is there so exactly you don't end up in this kind of situation. Absolutely. You know, it's invaluable, and I really thank you so much as you've been on the show. You're on the show every week with us, and you give up your valuable time. And I know you have three kids, and, you know, that's a lot. So thank you because you've helped so many people, and we'll be back next week. And we can continue talking about some of these things that really you have to, that, that are really important to know and that can save you millions or help somebody receive them. Thanks, Steve. We'll be back next week with you. Thanks, Daddy. See you next week. Have a great weekend. And with that, we have another regular, Mike Conti, who is Conti Insurance. Mike, how are you? Hey, hey, Dottie. Hey, hey, Dottie. Nice to speak with you. It's it's been a few weeks, actually, and uh, happy New Year. I know it's late, but happy New Year. Well, this is going to be my year because my horoscope says it. Okay, and therefore, right. if my horoscope says it, it's going to happen. Um, in any Listen. event. We've been talking about insurance, 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 and the last part we would just got off with Steve Ebert, Stephen Ebert, who was talking about state uh, planning, and um, he, we were talking about people left assets, and I, 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 I don't, you've probably heard, I talked about a caller that called in and said his, his mother left him the house. But she was like in a, I don't know, coma or semi-coma. So it was at her death. And, you know, and then when she died, he couldn't pay the taxes. And I think Steve was recommending some, you know, insurance ways. Because right. he said when people, when people do wills, they think about the assets. Okay, I'm leaving what? my children this house. I'm leaving them this. But they don't think about the income that they need to do that all. Right. Can you give us well, some you know, light it's, it's on funny that? that's. Steve, I enjoyed Steve's uh, segment so much. I'll be honest; I was literally gl glued to the radio, and I hope he's still listening. Uh, uh, because there was one point that I, I was, I wanted to try to jump in on. But I will say this: I have a cousin who's actually going through this now, where his parents were committed to a uh, a nursing home, and he inherited the property, and it's in a state, and it, it's a it's a mess because they did absolutely no planning whatsoever. But the only thing that I wanted to to jump on to Steve for the next time he talks. Uh, on this topic, I want to give them two for the list, and if, if one of the uh, one of the uh, producers is listening, they could add it. So the, I'm the, writing the, the it down. Good. So okay. when you know when people do all of that estate planning and they put the houses in trust, they have to remember to call their insurance broker and tell them, "Hey, we moved the house to a trust." Uh, and the other thing that I wanted Steve to hear was that when they do establish those trusts. Uh, the first question the underwriters ask me is, what other assets are in the trust? And when there are other assets in the trust, it becomes a problem to rename the homeowner's policy. So, Steve, if you're listening, uh, when you the secondary home, just I, I said, what? You I there? lost you for a second. Yeah, yeah I I'm am, sorry. but I, I just cut out for one second. So, so when so you're... 
when you're setting up those trusts, you got to make sure you let the insurance broker know that you did set up those trusts. And if Steve right. is listening, when he sets up those trusts, please keep one asset in the trust. It's just so much easier to insure. Uh, when, when trusts share multiple assets, it's problematic from our end. So I just wanted to share that and, and I get ask that you on this the table. Because I'm, I'm try- I don't want to hog my listeners from calling, but I'm in the right. middle of doing that. So, you, like, and I would normally have left my property. Not that I plan on dying anytime soon, but I would leave it to my daughter or, okay. So, but, of course, then she has to be able to fund the taxes and this and that. Now, you're saying if I put it in a trust, what do I, do you, it's the only, yeah, the only, the, a trust or well, okay. should have no, other I, things in it? No, it sh- it should be uh, so. For example, the Dottie Herman House Trust. And that's it. Just put the house in that trust, so that when she has to insure it, or when you have to insure it while you're still alive, it's not a problem. It's just an easy. It's an easy phone call. But okay. like I have a trust on my desk right now, where the primary home is owned in the trust and a commercial piece of real estate in California. Okay. So my underwriter refuses to acknowledge the trust on the insurance policy because they feel that doing so would expose them to whatever's going on in California, which they want no part of. So my only point is that when these trusts are set up for the primary home, let's just keep the primary home in there. And again, uh, you know, when when Steve hears me or or he could comment and and that's not my expertise. I'm just telling you from, you know, the, the working part of it. When, when they call and they say, oh, yeah, I have the car washes in the trust and my home is in the trust and this is in the trust. It's a nightmare when it's just simply the primary home is in the trust. It's very easy. It's very uh, See, that's such very a good nice. point. And, and nobody would – I would never know that. And I think yeah. a lot of us, because I was negligent on even putting anything into a will because who wants to talk about death? But everybody's on my yeah. case. So I'm doing well, that. And then I'm thinking, okay, well, the story about that boy that called in. Right, right. So I'm right. thinking, well, how do I? So what about life I, insurance? Can you fund that? With you? Can you fund things through life? I mean, we have a break. But my body, question when, is because Steve mentioned it. Maybe when when I break. start, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to jump Do it in. after the break, all right? Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, we have a quick break, and we are talking about something that's so important. To me and anybody who's a parent and wants to make sure that their hard work and whatever they've earned in their life, that the people that they love end up inherited. And hopefully nobody dies till they're 105, but just in case something happens that you're set up. Our friend Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO, has a special for you. Mike has asked me to make a special announcement. He is running a flash sale on Giza Dream Sheets. This is the best offer ever. 60% off. Sheets as low as $39.99 while supplies last. Go to MyPillow.com right now. Click on the radio listener specials for 60% off on Giza Dream Sheets. Mike's also offering a great discount on his popular MyPillow slippers. Now 50% off with 
with your promo code. That's right, 50% off on my pillow slippers and 60% off Giza Dream Sheets with the promo code AM970. All my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. 800-651-0798 for all of these great specials. 800-651-0798. Promo code AM970. It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround, our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. Surroundnewyork.com. Connecting you with new customers. Kevin McCullough, have you missed those classic New York nights, the types of evenings where you could go out with your loved ones and have great fun and make great memories while eating great food? Well, when I think of Sardi's here in Manhattan, that's the kind of evening that comes to mind. In fact, when Max was on the show, he was making me hungry just talking about his great menu, especially now that they finished their beautiful renovations and are welcoming back the pre-show theater goers and the post-show revelers. Whether it's the legendary crab cake or the 18-month Parmesan, prosciutto, and melon plate, the cannellonis, the steak tartare, the grilled filet medallions. Friends, your mouth, if it's not watering yet, I don't know if anything can make it. Make your reservation, 212-221-8440. That's 212-221-8440. And rediscover a little bit of New York magic. Sardis, 212-221-8440. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elliman's Vice Chair, Dottie Herman. We're back with Mike Conti, who's been a regular guest on I on Real Estate. He talks, he's one of the best insurance guys I know, and I'm going to have to call you. Before you finish talking about what we were talking about, could you just give everybody your information and how they reach you? Conti Perino. We're on 27th Street in Manhattan. Uh, and the phone number is 212-777-7113. And if you want me, I'm at extension 6277, and I'm happy to speak to anyone who calls. Thank you, Dottie, for that. Um, but I, I just want to, before we get back into I got to qualify it. Like, so, I, you know, like you, you say you're a financial planner. I carry my life license. When, when I took my life license and insurance, I think there were five questions on the test. And things have changed so dramatically That's that true. I won't even, <laughs> I won't, I won't even pretend to, uh, you know, uh, answer. But I, I think the only point that Steve was trying to make is that if you're going to leave an asset to someone, life insurance is a vehicle that you can use to give them liquidity to pay the taxes associated with it. And, and I'll leave all the mechanics up to, to Steve. That's really his expertise. And, and, and right. like I said, I, I, I hardly practice in that arena, and I don't even want to give out the wrong advice. And, and that's a smart person because I always tell people, 
the guy or the person, the woman that knows everything, stay away from. Okay, yeah. use the experts. But my, but but again, the overall problem, and it can be funded very many different ways. But what all of our listeners should know, when you're leaving things to people that you love, you have to also know how they can pay the tax. You have to have the, you know, some of them don't have the money to do what they need to do. So there are many ways that you can fund your estate so that the people you leave it to have the money to be able to execute. Absolutely. And we'll, Absolutely. we'll surely do that on another show. Okay, so we haven't talked for a few weeks. I love when you're on the show. You'll be on hopefully once a month because I believe in you. And I know that more than that, there's a million insurance companies you can go. And I'm not doing an ad, okay, or paid. This is for my heart. And I think I've said it a million times. I am not good if I don't have a relationship with somebody. And I mean that. I, 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 said, it this, I said it before. It could be the best doctor in the world if he treats me like a number. I don't want him. Who needs it? Yep. Okay. And yep. I can assure you that when you deal with the Conti agency, you're never going to be a number. Thank you. Thank you. And, and, that's, and that's our motto. And, and, and believe it or not, so that's how we, we, we are. So uh, right. anyway. And I you know, wasn't paid uh, to say that. Not at I all. I wasn't paid I, I was to say that. I, w- I was listening to the show this morning, and I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I got to tell you that. And w- you were talking about uh, the effects of COVID on real estate, and and it's very timely. I-, I caught an article the other day, and one of the things that people don't realize is that the effects of COVID on fires and uh, the the number of household fires uh, has is off the charts in New York City and and many other suburbs, etc., and so on. And the article that I was reading explains that well. What's the major cause of household fires? Cooking. And what did people do when they were home from COVID? They cooked. They cooked oh. in the morning. They cooked in the afternoon. And they cooked at night. And uh, the number of fires has just exceeded whatever expectations there have been. Now, when, when, right? Isn't that wild? Uh, I, I mean, it's yeah. sad too. Uh, it, but but it's certainly a byproduct of everything we've been going through and. Of course, there are other issues like now, if, if you notice in New York City, there were so many deadly fires in in 20 and 21. There were 73 deaths uh, fire related versus the wow. year before in 2020, there were 63 fire deaths. And uh, the leading cause that, you know, th- th- is and I'm going to say it again. I always say the same thing. You have to have an evacuation plan. You have to make sure that the the, uh, the smoke alarms are working, and you gotta make sure that you take the precautions that you can take. And and in the that that fire up in Upper Manhattan, it was started by a space heater, and that in the winter time, most of the fires that we see are started by these space heaters, and you just. Look, I use one in my office at home when it, when it's cold. It's right over the garage, so it gets cold. I turn it on, but I make sure that it's not plugged into an extension cord, and I make sure that it's not close to a flammable object, a blanket or a chair or something like this, and it works very well. And when I leave the room, I unplug it. So, people, if you're going to use a space heater, please use it safely um, and, and, and help save yourself. That's really a, a very important issue. Um, the other thing that I think 
is new to the fires that we've been seeing, and several of them, again, in New York City, were caused by these e-bikes, believe it or not. Um, these lithium-ion batteries, when they're overcharged, they have a tendency to give off hydrogen gas, which then ignites. So if you're using the e-bikes, please check the battery. Make sure it's not, you know, um, improper or, or, in, or broken or, or not functioning properly. So you're saying that if you, all right, that's really good advice on space heaters because, you know, I'm always leery about even leaving a dishwasher on when I'm not home because, you know, you don't, yeah. ne- you never know. Uh, well, the- so insurance, you know, Mike, you're going to have to come on a lot because it's not that you could do it in one segment. But if you had to uh, give people, or I, let me ask it this way. If you would see a couple of the most common mistakes people make. I'll tell you. uh, Yeah, sure. So uh, the common, the candles, Dottie, the candles that go unattended. And there's something about when you put candles on in the home, you tend to uh, have a glass of wine. I don't know why that is, but um, that does happen. And then the next. You know, and then the next thing you know, you're falling asleep with a lit candle. And if the wind knocks it over or the cat knocks it over, you wake up to a blazing inferno. Um, the other thing that, that the common mistakes that people make, but again, with the candles, they use candles in the bathroom. And that's I'll tell you why that's very dangerous. Some of the products that you're using in the bathroom, such as hairspray or rubbing alcohol or uh, aftershave lotion, these are flammable objects and if you put it down next to the candle shortly the fumes will ignite that's happened to us in fires that we've paid claims on several times and that's one that no one even thinks of you know so things like that are very common and and in the summertime the the worst thing that you could do in the summertime is leave your air conditioner on yeah believe it or not um there's two losses that we see one of course is the electrical fire because the circuits are overloaded and in the summertime everything is warmer so it doesn't take a a lot to burn the wires Uh, but the other thing that happens in these air conditioners is when you leave them unattended and go away for two weeks you're most likely going to come home to a water damage claim a lot of times these things start leaking or they start to the humidity builds up and and I can't tell you how many claims we've paid where the the vacationer left the air conditioner on, went away for two weeks, which I don't even understand why they do that, but um, they came home to a water damage claim. Um, it, it's the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my career. So, so I you're think, saying that, are we, are we talking about like the, the air conditioners you put in the windows? Not, you're not talking about central air, are you? I'm talking about both. Anywhere where there's, you know, uh, where, yeah, because the, especially like in the apartments, they use these combination units that pull the water out of the air and put it into a drain pan, and that drain pan gets clogged, and if you're there right away to to find it, you stop the problem, and, you you know, you, you clean it out and fix it, but... A lot of times you go away for two or three weeks. We we paid out a claim. I got to tell you, it was like $500,000 on a leaking air conditioner in an apartment in in one of the newer buildings where uh, the the tenant left the air conditioner running unit, went away for three weeks. The, The drain pan was clogged. And this is a central unit, by the way. And 
I mean, it destroyed the wood floor. It destroyed the carpeting. It destroyed everything. It was amazing, not to mention the, the mold situation that occurred. So um, you, you, you wouldn't think of something like that, you know. And, no, and so your advice other, is shut them down completely. Yeah, you're shut be it. Away. Uh, in the summertime, absolutely. There's, I mean, unless you know, I. Well, you wouldn't I have it know. on in the. I would assume you wouldn't have it on the winter unless you know whatever. Right. Well, you know, weird, some people but, with emphysema, some people with health issues do run the air conditioner in the winter, but, but you know, maybe whatever. I mean, that that's a rarity for sure. But the other thing that we see, and and this ties into your earlier segment, when everyone ran to the suburbs to buy houses to get out of the city, you had so many apartment people running to to the suburbs to buy a house. And this was their first house that they own. They have no idea that you have to put water in the furnace or you have to clean the gutters or you have to make sure that the trees are not too close to the house you know many of these people lived in 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 the city their entire life and now they're homeowners in the woods and and the claims that we've gotten from first-time home buyers in rural areas again off the hook off the hook can i ask you i don't know if you can even answer this Uh, but like you know i i I tell you the truth, I've had insurance, you know, for, I've had houses for years. I've never, ever put a claim in, okay? Because everyone tells me don't. So I had an incident where um, I have a barbecue that's outside at one of my house, my house in the Hamptons, and I get a call, and thank God the landscapers were there and said, the pipe burst. I know we have a break. So I'm actually going to do have to have a cliffhanger. But I have pipers and I, you know, I have water all over the place. And so I, I kind of wanted to, you know, come back and talk about like, because you can always, there's always, you can always have insurance. Like basically what is the minimum, you know, some might want that you should have if you're a homeowner. Should you have insurance on renting if you're a renter? Okay. Because I'd love you to do just some of the basics on if you would come back. Sure, absolutely. Michael, I'd love to have you now finish this up next week. I want to thank you so much for being on. Thank you so I Am Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. Route 22 Toyota. All right. Alex Kinsella. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.